Hey, welcome back to the 126 pod. Um, haven't seen you in a while. We are recording this Monday, January 18th. Just a couple days ago, Jackson, you got to be one of the lucky fans that got to attend a Cleveland Cavaliers game in the first week that the Cavs allowed fans back in it. I want to talk about that. I want to get to the Harden trade. Also want to touch on the, the NBA rookies and how they're fairing versus how we thought they would be and and uh, talk about uh, NFL playoff action here from this past weekend. But first off, last Friday, we went to go see our New York Knicks play. Not my New York Knicks. Our New York Knicks play. My New York Knicks play your. Cleveland Cavaliers. So we got the tickets on Thursday afternoon. And I think it was on sun, the previous Sunday they said that they would allow up to 2,000 fans at the game. So from someone, Jackson, this is you, that's been to, in the last three months, an NFL game and an NBA game, you're probably one of the few people. And a college basketball game. And a college basketball game. You went to the Dayton Flyers basketball game a week or so ago. Probably one of the few people in the country that has been to those three events. So before you say thank you, mom and dad, for taking me to all this stuff, you can tell us about what your experience was going to a Cavs game with 2,000 fans versus going to a game last year. It was really weird. Like I think you missed the thank you part. Yeah, um, thank you. It was really weird. Like um, You could hear it. They were like putting in crowd noises into the thing. And like when you got there, there was like a million things to do last year. There was like fake tattoos, face paint, pop a shot, a bunch of things. Then when you get there this year, there's just you walk around and you see four concessions every 30,000 feet. And yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, and so this like tell us about the seats and at the we talked about the NFL game that they zip tied the seats so that you physically couldn't put that seat down. What was it like at uh, at Rocket Mortgage? Well, they like put tape over your seats that you could see um where you were sitting. And in years past, we were able to get down close and you know you could ask for autographs. You could get down early before pregame. Yeah, um about that. I may or may not have Chucked my Obi Toppin jersey down to Obi Toppin. He grabs the jersey, fake signs it, and then throws it back up to me. He fake signed it? He was about to, and then some dude told him not to. Who was the dude, another player or the security guy? Security guy. So this is at the end of the game? Yep. So prior to the – yeah, so, so at the end of the game, you ran down to the wall and asked and threw that to him, but – what about like on the sides? Like last year in the bubble, they had this, the electronic screens up to show fans at home or other graphics. This year they have those seats covered uh, behind the benches. And so no one could sit, I think, in the entire 100 level except for like the last two yeah. rows. And, but on the other side, you could get down there. Is that right? Yeah. What was it like? Like what? Well, just in terms of – just how weird it looked when quiet it looked down there. I mean, it was, can you tell, the, like, can you hear the guys talking in some cases? Yeah. I could hear them yelling at each other on the bench. And like, 
I think Mitchell Robertson got hurt. He was, like, sitting directly below us, and we could, like, hear him talking to the trainer. Yeah, so they were – because there was no seat – there was no seats behind the basket that were available, and they just took a lot of space to go out and just get stretched out and all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about our guy, Obi, that night. What do uh, – what was – what was his stat line from that evening that you that you remember? Um, all I remember is yelling at the coach because he did not put him in. Yeah, he so he played what the last two minutes of the first quarter. In the first. The entire second quarter, then. Right in it. Played like four minutes of the second quarter. Okay, so he played ten minutes total. Scored. Two, two points, points. Right, two free throws. Couple rebounds, couple assists, and that was it. Wrapped her up. So that brings me to we had a lot of a uh, lot of big predictions about the rookie of the year this year and the, and what we thought we'd see. Currently, Ob ranks twenty second in rookies, but he's only played two games. He's only played two games, so he's averaging five point eight points a game, three rebounds, shooting forty one percent from three, and what he's played so far, but. Right now, of the rookies that you've seen in the NBA, which ones have surprised you the most? Um, Lamelo Ball. Tell us why. Because I thought he was a bust, and he is. But you know, second in points, rookies averaging twelve, and first in assist. I mean, first in rebounds and assist. I mean, that's just terrible for James Wiseman over here. 7-1 center, and, and LaMelo Ball is averaging more rebounds than him. You still think LaMelo Ball's a bust? Yes. I'm going to go back on that statement. I think you're crazy. He's having a heck of a, a – a, the first game, what he went, like zero points, like three – First the Cavs. Yeah, a bunch of turnovers and, and nothing else. And since then, he's been absolutely on fire through, what is it, 10-11 games so far this year. Anybody else that caught your eyes early in the season? Yeah. Um, where is he? Let me find him. Oh, Isaac Okoro. The guy that we loathed that the Cavs took. We thought he was a crazy pick there. What What from his numbers or from the game that you saw him play have you liked? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. What I know is they're playing him a boatload. They're playing him 36, 37 minutes a game. Averaging most minutes for rookies. I think he's playing more minutes than Giannis. He probably is. Let's, let's, we'll fact check that here in a second. But he's playing 36 minutes a game. He's going for eight points. Eight points, two rebounds, and two assists. Yeah. So just from your, to your point there about the minutes per game, Giannis is currently averaging 31 minutes played um yeah also Luka Doncic Steph Curry and Bradley Beal all have less minutes played than him yeah so I mean they're putting a lot of stock in them but I think what it shows you they have a lot of confidence in him he's he is playing really good D and so far he's working out there um with the lineup they're putting out there wait I'm pretty sure he has the most averaging the most minutes in the league I don't know what he's averaging the most minutes in the league I think you're off on that one there pal Nope. He's up there. He's up there. Right now, uh, Sabonis for uh, for the Pacers is currently the left in the most minutes in the league. Back to the rookies real quick, though. 
I think of the guys that I've seen so far, I think the one that I thought a lot of people thought would be a higher pick was this Tyrese Halliburton. And now he's doing great. 14th overall pick. King's got a steal there. Shooting 51% from three, 81 from the line, playing 28 minutes a game with that lineup out there. I think that's a lot of confidence. 11, 3, and 5. A lot of the Chicago Bull guys were upset with the Patrick William pick out of Florida State. And so far, he's having a nice little start to the season, shooting not a ton of threes, but he's shooting so far 50% from three, 27 minutes a game, 10 points, four rebounds, and an assist. And I think the guy that we've seen the most of on the Knicks, while Obi's been out for most of the season, is Quickly. Yeah. What have you seen from Quickly that you'd like? Because he had a terrific game uh, for the Knicks when they played the Cavs last week. He's just good at scoring. <laughs> Thank you there. <laughs> he's not the best color guy in the business for nothing, folks. Yeah, he's scoring a lot, averaging 10 a game, shooting 34% from three, getting a lot of minutes, getting a lot of time out there with that group. So I think the Quickly, the quickly pick, who was – what, 25th overall in the league, is that right? Or 20, yeah. Sorry, 20th overall pick in the draft. And now he's he's being a real contributor, and I think a surprise for the Nick guys. So what we need, we need our boy Obi, who's currently ranked 22nd, like I said, behind the 21st ranked uh, rookie scoring person, Dakota Mathias, in his one game played. He, I think it was for Philadelphia. One game played versus for Philly put up uh, six points a game because currently Dakota Mathias, Ohio zone, averaging six points a game versus always 5.8. We expect that to go up, but we'll see how that shakes out over the next uh, few games here. Um, anybody else in the rookie class you want to talk about? Or you want to get right into the James Harden trade? Um, yeah, one more person. And that person will be. As Jackson scours the <laughs> basketballreference.com site for the next guy. Um, yeah, Cole Anthony. Tell us about him. He got swept on during the draft. He was supposed to be like seventh overall pick. Fell to like 14th, 15th. And he's averaging 10, 4, and 4. Yeah, not bad. Not bad for Cole Anthony. He was uh, some people. Yeah, you're right. Some people thought he would be a top ten pick as a as the point one of the top point guards in the draft and slid out a little bit. All right, let's get to the James Harden trade. Were you surprised that Harden, I don't think anyone was surprised that Harden got traded, but were you surprised that he went to Brooklyn nope. over over Philadelphia? Nope. You knew he was going to go to Philadelphia, or sorry, you knew he was going to go to Brooklyn. Excuse me. Yep. It was. Uh, what I'm most surprised about is. The Nets did this a few years ago. Got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Jason Terry in the big three deal. Gave up five first-round picks to Boston. To Boston. With those picks, they picked, I think, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And then they traded it. They traded another pick for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that was the, the Cavs trade. And then, so what so you're saying is they, they, this has a little bit of a history behind it that this has not worked before, is what you're saying? Nope. So, just to review the trade, take the listeners through what the trade was here. The Nets get a James Harden and 2024 second round pick from the Cavs. The Nets get 
Wait, the uh, oh no, the Nets trade. Jared Allen, Torian Prince writes to Alexander Vesenkoff to Cavs, and then Karis Levert, Rodion's Kurskos, and three first-round picks and four first-round pick swaps to the Rockets. I think, yeah. The rock, yeah, that's what I just. Rockets get those guys that I just said, and Dante Exum, twenty twenty two first round pick, via Milwaukee from Cavs, and then the Rockets obviously trade James Harden. Cavs though get Jared Allen, Torian Prince, and Alexander Visenkov. But as you know, the Cavs give up Dante Exum, the first round pick and seven. Second round pick. Who do you think won the? Well, let me uh, let me let me take that back there. How will you define who won this trade? Um, we, we, you forgot about the Pacers there as well. Yeah, so the Pacers dumped the Pacers dumped uh, Victor Oladipo to the Rockets, and then the Rockets got Levert. Yeah, right Karis from Levert. The, yeah, so they got Levert and uh, and for Oladipo. And so the Rockets are clearly just blowing this thing up. But define really quickly here. How will you who will in years from now, people will look back and say, gosh, that team won the trade. How will they define that? Um championship or bust? Yeah. So who which of these teams will go we'll throw the Pacers in there as well? Pacers, excuse me. Pacers, Cavs, Rockets, Nets. Who in five years will people say won the draft or won the trade? Gosh. Um, Rockets and Cavs. Wait, who do the Pacers get? Pacers got Levert, but I think he's out with a. a Oh, wait, no. Um, uh, Rockets and Pacers won the deal. You think so? The Nets lost it. Why do you think the Rockets won? Well, the Rockets got – no, the Rockets got Karis Levert. The Rockets got Karis Levert, Rodius Krukos, three first-round picks, four first-round pick swaps, Dante Exum, and another first-round pick. So you think the Rockets, with all of those picks – so just for the people that know, when you pick swap – they get to trade whichever – they get to swap picks with the Nets depending on who has the better spot in that draft. So they have the option to pick swap. So you think that years from now, in the next few years, that they're going to look back and say the Rockets won the, won the trade with all the picks? Yeah. I think it's it, – you could look at it that way. I think the Pacers do well in getting rid of Oladipo, who clearly oh, that was, wasn't working out. contract. Yeah, and his, his contract year, that wasn't working out well. Um, I think that – you could say the Rockets by getting all of those picks. I think it's it'll be curious to see if the Rockets will end up trading John Wall if they then if they then throw Oladipo out on the trade block here in the next month or two to someone that's a contender. Because if they're going to really blow it up, they could acquire probably another pick for Oladipo here in the next two months. Probably get rid of John Wall. So if you're going to blow it entirely up, they could even go a step further. But I think Wall still has a few years left in his contract, but it's a big number. But so far, he's playing fairly well. Yeah. Uh, coming off the injury. I think then, if you look at the team that has the best chance to win a title, 
it's the Nets yeah. with that with what they have, depending on what Kyrie does in his situation. Which which team in the NBA is the most nervous about this? Which team is is threatened by the Nets getting James Harden? The Rockets. Who's well? Okay, you can say tell us why there, because I think you're off your rocker right now, Jackson. As you're picking your knee for doing whatever it is that you're doing. So the Rockets are threatened because they just traded him. No, I don't think you understand what I'm asking, man. So if you look at the East right now, right, the Nets are in. They're playing right now against the Bucks. I'm telling you, what I was going to say is the Bucks are the most threatened by this because yeah, the Bucks now are probably still going to end up with one of the better, the best record in the East, if not yeah. one of the best. But I think that it's going to be tougher for them to get out of the East with the Kyrie, Harden, and Durant. Yeah. There. But does it really matter? Does anybody beat the Lakers this year? No. The only team that has a shot is the Bucks, and they're probably not going to make it out of the East. Which team, is, which team in the NBA right now will expand it out a little bit to include East and West? has the best chance to beat the Lakers? Is it the Clippers? Is it the Jazz? Is it somebody else from the West? Is it is it the Bucks? Is there, you know, nine and four? Is it, could Boston put something together? Um, what do you think? Or the Nets? Probably the Bucks or Celtics. I don't think the Clippers team has a chance to beat the Lakers. So just going back to the East, you think that the Nets are still the second or third best team? Yeah, third. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think the Nets are – I think I don't know that they're going to win the title this year. It may take a year or two like it took LeBron and Bosh and D. Wade. I don't mean Dean Wade. I mean Dwayne Wade down in Miami. I think it's going to take them – a little while just to figure it all out. Those are three guys that like that need to have the ball in their hands a lot. And I think there's just a lot of they gotta go through some stuff to figure out what it takes each one to play their yeah. best. But KD looks absolutely incredible coming off a year off. And then we we don't just we just don't know what's happening with Harden and Kyrie. Kyrie misses games because he says he has personal problems. Then he gets uh He's seen partying at his sister's birthday party without a mask. And Harden shows up to a Rockets game, to the Rockets game in a fat suit, gains 70 pounds, and then and then in the Nets debut, he lost the 70 pounds magically. He, he does not look in shape. I think that's pretty fair to say. He does not look like he used to. Nope. Yeah, I think KD's looked – I think he's really been impressive. I knew I, – I felt confident that he was going to come back and have a big impact. But so far, he looks really, really, really good so yeah. far. Um, all right, so anything else you want to talk about with the NBA stuff from what we had earlier? Standings, rookies, players standing out? Nah. You're good with that move Except, on? um, actually, I do have a few players. Tell us about it. Brad, As he pulls out his eight and a half by 11 paper with scratches all over it. Bradley Beal averaging 35 points. 
is beating the next best person by seven points. Uh, no, that's not my only one. I got another one. Okay. Jason Tatum is averaging 27 points. And his duo, Jalen Brown, is averaging 26. Also, quick shout out to Jeremy Grant, who the Pistons' Jeremy Grant didn't even know he started, is averaging 25. Also, Julius Randle is playing like a little god right now. He's been on fire. Unbelievable for the Knicks. What are his numbers? Um, He's averaging like 23, I think. 23 and like 10. Like, I don't know if anyone saw that coming at all. Yeah. Yeah, so Raynell's numbers, 23, 10, 10, 10, six and a half a game. Yeah. Yeah, he's been absolutely terrific for the Knicks. Whoa, I'm not done yet. All right, keep going. Tell us who you got. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. C.J. McCollum averaging 27. Dame Dollar <laughs> averaging 28. Dame Dollar? <laughs> Dame Dollar. 28 points a game. Doing that. He got the, all that bank from doing the uh, commercials with Who Will. But. <laughs> Keep going. Preach. Zion Williamson. Maybe the most hyped up uh, number one overall pick since LeBron. Is averaging 22. 22 points a game. What does he get? Eight rebounds. Eight rebounds a game. Two assists. Two assists. That's underperforming. He'll be right. I think it's good to see him get out and get minutes. He's playing 33 minutes a game for them this year. I think last year he was all those restrictions and all that kind of stuff. And then, last but not least, Nikola Jokic. The Joker. He is averaging, um, I think, 25. 25, 11 two, eight. Yeah, 25, 10, 10 assists, and 11, 11 rebounds. Right. Yeah, 20, he's averaging triple. With points. two steals. He's averaging a triple double with two steals, a center, and 25 points. A center. Shooting 38% from three as well. 38%. <laughs> Keep going. Preach. One more. Malcolm Brogdon is averaging 22. 22, 4, and 7. And a half. Round it up to eight. 22-8. He better step up after that Oladipo trade. 
he'll be averaging 30. You think so? I'm calling it. <laughs> 30. Averaging 30 points a game? Yes. <laughs> There's no way. I hope it happens. I hope that it happens. It's been fun to see them, uh, Sabonis and them play together. I think the, the Pacers are sneaky good. The Pacers have a chance to, to, to make a run and be last year's version of the Heat, in my opinion. Yeah. They got a good group there. They got a good group going on there. All right. Anybody else you want to you want to talk about before we move on to? Delmontis Sabonis, <laughs> averaging twenty two. 13 and 6. He's going to step that up to 27. Brogdon's going to get 30. Spoon is going to get 27 by the end of the season. All right. We'll I see. called it. We shall see. We shall see, buddy. Also, one more bold statement. Nikola Jokic is going to average a triple-double. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a bold statement if he's doing it right now. <laughs> I'm going to back you up on that one there, pal. <laughs> you act like he's going to jump up from averaging 5-5-5, five, five, and five, and he's going to go – he's already averaging a triple-double. <laughs> nice try. He's going to keep it up the entire season. All right. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does, and you're right. Um. Hey, so sh sw uh, switching gears over to NFL, we got the, the final four coming up this next weekend. Yep. Tell us about what you think and who advances. First, we got – what is it? First off – NFC, AFC matchups. Take us through. First off, Packers, Buccaneers. Packers easily win. Second off – What's the score, you think? Um, 42-21. Yep. Okay. We will see. You think it's that big of a blowout? Yes. I mean, they blew up the Rams. Okay. We'll see. Actually, no. 40. I think it's closer. I think the I think Green Bay moves on. And then Buffalo, Kansas City, with probably a Mahomesless team. Even if they do have Mahomes, Buffalo blows them out. You think if they have Mahomes, the Buffalo still advances? Yes. In Kansas City? Yes. Buffalo's been on fire. What about if uh, Chad Heaney, as your brother called him all day yesterday, comes out and plays again? 48 to zero. Buffalo, 48 to zero. <laughs> all right. No, 48 to three. Now you're just clowning. Now you're just clowning. I bet it happened. Uh, so you're thinking it's a Green Bay Buffalo Super Bowl? Yes. And who wins from there? Um, I don't know if I thought this through. Yep, I know who it is. Green Bay will come on top. Aaron Rodgers will get a second ring. Devontae Adams wins Super Bowl MVP with three touchdowns. I don't disagree with you. I think the Packers. I think the Packers roll. I think it's going to be a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. And I think the Packers find a way to do it. I think they're just too good this year, as uh, much as it pains me to say that as a Bears fan. Um, all right, so let's wrap this sucker up. We got school tomorrow. Next, we'll come, up, we'll come back on this week. We have a few other guests we want to have on and to interview and get their take on all the things mm -hmm. going on in the world of sports. We got 
some baseball stuff we need to talk about with some of the trades, the Cubs, Cubs and Padres. We have some Cub fans we need to talk to. We also have uh, some other guys that want to talk about some of the NFL playoffs. So we will uh, get to those folks here hopefully later this week. But for now, Jackson, sign us out. Um, yeah, goodbye. <laughs>